Bung Bung. Welcome to the pod. Is brought to you by Bung Bung Coffee, the best dark roast coffee you can buy. This shit uh, will fix wind. It'll it'll fix weather. It'll fix you, whether you like it or not, as well. Um, basically, this this coffee is a is a is a wonder drug. It's a wonder uh, substance. It's a wonder drink. It's delicious. You can get it however you want it. Um, you can get beans. You can get ground coffee. You can get fine grind. You can get uh, coarse grind. Um, you know, and it all tastes it all tastes as good as coffee can taste. Have you ever had a coffee that tasted like you were fucking drinking potpourri? It's disgusting. We don't want floral undertones in our coffee. That's ridiculous. We're getting too fancy with it. This is a traditional... Well, it's actually not a traditional dark roast. This is like a modern dark roast, but it doesn't taste like air freshener. It tastes like fucking chocolatey, rich goodness going down your gullet and making you more productive than you ever could have dreamed of. You heard of cocaine? This is this is like that, but legal and also um, won't tear up your marriage. Um, this remember Limitless, Brad Bradley Cooper. This is like Limitless, but you don't need to hide the fact that you've got it. You you actually should tell everyone about it. It comes in a purple bag, so you know it's it's you know LGBTQ friendly as well. Um, everyone's involved with this coffee. You can get it if you, you know, it, it can help you figure out what your gender is if you if you haven't decided that yet. This coffee is really something. It's out there. It helps you become you. Think about that. Bungbungcoffee.com, enter promo code PODDY, P-O-D-D-Y, P-O-D-D-Y for 15% off all orders. 15% off all orders, and that pays... Um, our salaries, honestly, as well. If you order it with that that code, um, bung, bung, uh, welcome to the party gets a kickback. Welcome to the party gets a kickback from Bung Bung Coffee. So go to bungbungcoffee.com and to promo code party, fifteen percent off all orders. Beautiful. Uh, if you want to support, welcome to the party um, directly. You can just go to the welcome to the party website, go to the store page, and buy any of the just perf perf merch we got. The merch is perfect, is what I'm saying. It's it's unreal. You wouldn't believe the level of quality of this merch. I'm not wearing it today, but if I'm being quite honest with you, it's because it's too soft. And I sat down to record the podcast, I slipped right off the chair because of this fucking butter soft merch. This is what you want. We've got bomber jackets, t-shirts, polo shirts, uh, windbreakers, uh, crew necks, Hats. That's your whole body covered except shoes and socks. And we can do socks. Just haven't really, you know, prioritized it. But if you want swaggy merch, if you want your swag levels literally to jump up five to 10 points without needing to spend, you know, micro uh, purchases on extra VC, just go straight to welcometothepotty.com slash store and buy yourself some Welcome to the Potty merch. Your your whole shit's going to get better. You're going to get mentions, okay? Your uh, your whole confidence level is going to just go crazy, dude. 
You're going to be talking to people you've never met without even thinking about it. Hitting on people, not at work. And, you know, that's what that's what it's all about. Making you feel good by making us and our pockets feel good. So go to welcometothepotty.com slash store, buy whatever you need to fix your whole swag up. And um, that's how you can support the show. And if you're a poor person, just share the show. Tell one friend. If all of you guys tell one friend about Welcome to the Potty, bang. Listener Listenership doubles by everyone telling one friend. Unless you all only have one friend and it's the same guy, then we only get one more listener. But if you all tell friends that's different friends, listenership doubles. It's that easy. Send a text. Share, share a post. Share a YouTube clip. Chat with your whole family at dinner. Say, I've got a podcast recommendation. Bang. Then you can tell eight people at once if you've got a big family or lots of, or, you know, step, you know, step siblings and stuff like that. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the show. It's free. All right. Let's start the show. Nineteen ninety. Ah. Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Claytron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the Milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the Captain, the James Can, or James Khan of podcasting, because I'm the Sonny Corleone of this shit. Rest in peace, James Khan. Um, if you're not a Godfather fan, you might know him from Elf. That's probably the polar opposite to... I've never seen Elf. What? I've heard about it, but I've never seen it. Blasphemy. That's top five Christmas movies without question. Go through your top five Christmas movies right now. Oh, shit. On the spot here. Um, I'll give you some ideas. Friday After Next? Friday After Next is is a good pull. Might be one. That might be number one. That's good. Cat Williams, Mike Epps, Ice Cube, you know. Um, what's the dad's name in Friday? Fuck. Rest in peace to him as well. Yeah, don't know his name. Um, Christmas Chronicles, have you seen that? No. Pretty good. It's up there? Yes. What's the um? What's the Bruce Willis? Die Hard? Do- yeah. Does that count? Arguable. It's Christmas time. I wouldn't call it a Christmas film, but this is this is one of the age old debates. This is this is a debate as old as Chicken and the Egg. It really is. Um, but if you want to if you want to put it in there, you can, no home loans. You can put it in there. <laughs> Fuck no, I'm stumped. How about um, you? What do you guys your top five? I've got Elf, Christmas Chronicles, uh, Klaus, which is an animated one. Um. Couldn't even believe how good that was. I literally couldn't believe it because Rach was like, oh, let's watch this one. I'm not big on kids' movies. I was like, you know, rolling my eyes a bit. But I went in with an open mind and that's important to do in life. And I did that. Changed my mind. Yeah, right. So is that a is that a new film or like relatively new? Relatively, it- like probably within the last five maybe. Yeah, okay. Um, so what's that? Four. That's three. Okay. I would say I'd say fr- uh, Friday after next is is in my top five, and 
Oh, the, uh, the Santa Claus. Tim Allen. Fuck, I'm not a big movie guy. I don't know any of this shit. Wow. The Santa Claus. Have you seen Fred Claus with Vince Vaughn? Don't think so. That's not oh, bad. No, I have. I have seen that one. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was all right. It was that's not, that's a, not a bad one. Um, There's heaps of Christmas movies. A lot of them are bad if they are like, if they're named as a Christmas movie. Like um, Christmas in California, uh, California Christmas. Kill yourself, whoever made that, right? But like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Christmas movies that just don't have a Christmas name, but they're like, so you don't think of them straight away. Yeah, that are good Christmas movies, and I can't even think of one right now. But like, they they for sure exist. Yeah, yeah. I um, I got no idea to be honest what my top five would be. And I don't reckon I've seen this one. Holy shit, dude. This made me, when I was a kid, I wanted to be one of Santa's elves because they like modernized the idea of the elves and they had like jetpacks and shit and they were delivering um, presents and stuff like that. It's dope. And then there's actually one, oh, forget what it's called. It's similar to like um, like Fred Claus, you know. it's It's got a name where it's just like, Billy Claus or something like that. And he's like the son of Santa. And um, this is another animated one. And uh, it's fucking, yeah, it's pretty solid, man. The the family dynamic playing into into Christmas and all that shit. I love Paul Giamatti too. He's in Fred Claus. Uh, now I'm looking at this. I have seen Fred Claus. I reckon this Christmas just passed. I saw it. Yeah, me too. I reckon I only saw it for the first time last year. Um... I forget why we were talking about. Oh yeah, James James Khan. That's, um, that's it. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, you've seen uh, you've seen Entourage. Yeah, and you remember Scotty Scotty Lavin? No, he he works for the Mur- oh, not Murphy Group. Um, when when Eric works for that guy for, as, when he first gets his like real management rad- management job, um, he's got like a yeah, that's Scotty Lavin there. So that's that's his name is uh, Scott Khan, I think. I think his name's Scott Khan. Um, that's James. That's James Khan's son, right? Okay. And he's a real bad motherfucker. He's like a black belt in jujitsu, um, and he used to. I think he used to be a hip hop artist. If this is like really going, really going deep into his past, and that's what we do if we want to cancel people. But he used. I think he used to be like a hip hop artist, and he used to like go to clubs and stuff and cause a lot of trouble. He's a bad motherfucker, that guy. I, lo- I love him. Yeah, okay. We don't have enough people like that these days. There's a lot of bitches. <laughs> There's a lot of bitches out there. But, yeah, rest in peace, James Khan. Great actor. Um, one of these guys that sort of played the same guy all the time. Just like he was just James Khan in different costumes. Yeah, but if yeah. you yeah, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, yeah, he was dope. But um Yeah, man, trying to think of what actually happened this week for me. Port Elliot last weekend went to Port Elliot uh bakery. That was pretty much the whole intent of the trip. Just a little day trip? Yeah, just a day trip down to Port Elliot. Um Oh, I couldn't find the toilets there. I don't know if I've got them or not, but we went across the road to the pub. And I went to the toilet there. And I, this is why I hate kids, dude. 
I went to the toilet and then this kid comes in and sees me pissing at the urinal, walks back out and walks back in with like three friends and they're just like at the door staring at me, taking a piss. What? I wanted to beat the shit out of three kids. How, how old are these kids? I don't know how old kids are these days, you know, like they could have been... Like teenagers or just little kids? Little kids, like they could have been five or they could have been eight. Like, I don't yeah, know. Okay. I don't know. That was that probably probably more like eight, but they pissed me off. So literally, they just walked in and just stood by the door watching you. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah. So, um, I'm a dad now. Yeah. And now I'm going to start picking on parents. My kid's not just allowed to just <laughs> go and look at dingalings in the toilets <laughs> because. You're not supposed to victim shame or blame, but if somehow if you're if you go in and start looking at some guy's wiener and he thinks that's a come on and he's like into that, that's now on you, you little motherfucker. You know, <laughs> I wanted to beat the shit out of these kids, dude. I was so mad. I can imagine. And um, Rachel just didn't understand. Like I was so mad. I was like, what the fuck's wrong with these fucking kids? Like. Where are their fucking parents? Like, what? Why are they just like going in there? She didn't understand until like yesterday. I like explained the whole situation that they just like kept coming in and out, looking at my wiener, and she's like, "Oh, that's why you were mad. I thought you just like hated kids being around." <laughs> Which I do. I do hate that too. But like, but fuck, you need to keep an eye. Dude, get a babysitter if you want to go out for the day with your friends and have a piss up at the pub. Just get a babysitter, man. Instead of just letting your kid run wild at the pub. Yeah, kids don't need to be roaming pubs. I don't want that responsibility. What if then, what if one of those kids ran out, like if they were like a little little fuckwit, runs out and is like, he touched me, he touched me. There was no one there to... Back up your side of the story. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. You need to have constant supervision. And surveillance. There needs to be surveillance in bathrooms. I'm saying it. Bring the cameras in. Bring the cameras in. Yeah. This is a controversial take. Yeah. <laughs> Bring them in. Um, so that was Port Elliot. Oh, yeah. We went for a walk and stuff, which is nice. It was uh, kind of freezing down there, though. Um, but, dude, Port Elliot Bakery is just undefeated. Mm. Uh, a little free plug for Port Elliot Bakery. How much, dude, how much cash, you've been there on like a weekend before, right? And you've seen yeah. the lineup and shit. How much cash do you reckon they're turning over on a Saturday? Oh, I, I couldn't put a number to it. I've no idea how bakeries run. Yeah, so we bought. What do you reckon? We bought like a savory and a sweet each. So four items. And it costs like 30 bucks. Get a drink or do you just BYO water? Did we get a drink? I think, did we get a coffee? I feel like every time I'm there, I get conned into buying a drink too. Yeah. Oh, no, we didn't. No. We got double savory and a sweet. We really went for it. Yeah. And that cost like 34 bucks, right? Um, And I was, and I was like, I said to Rach, like, what, like, what do you reckon they turn over there? She's like, oh, a few grand. And I was like, did you see that line? I was like, this is the end of the day. Like it's probably been like that all day, yeah, yeah. And we just in 
two minutes. Like the, the the you don't wait in that line either. It's just moving. You're not like out there like fucking hurry up. You just like get through. Is a finely tuned machine. And I was like, we went in and spent thirty four bucks like that without drinks. I think I was like, I'm thinking maybe they they turn over like ten grand on a Saturday. Yeah, they could. Yeah, it could be up around that. Wouldn't surprise me because, yeah, as you were saying, those lines are huge and they have been for years. Yeah, and they've just got like, like, and, you know, I don't know what the profit would be. They've got enough workers to make that line fucking move and stuff. So, like, they're not skimping out trying to have one person run yeah. this shit. Um, but, like, man, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe just, like, the efficiency. I love efficiency. If, you, if you've got an efficient restaurant or any business, any service, efficient, big tick, big tick from me. Mm. Mm-mm. Bung, bung. That's a good coffee. Um, Monday night, I hosted Laugh Lab, which is the Rhino Room open mic. Yeah, how'd that go? Dude, so it happened like the day or the day after... R. Kelly got 30 years. Yeah. Open mic is, you know, I guess I'm still, no, you know, I like to think that I'm no longer an open micer. I've done my own show. I'm going on tour. I think I'm no longer an open micer. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk about open micers for a second. Being edgy does not mean you're being funny. 100%. And going up on stage and thinking just that if you talk about rape, people are going to laugh is risky business. That shit better be funny. Racism better be funny. Uh, LGB shit better be funny. Because if you just go up there and start talking about a group of people, they're going to feel it. I personally... I'm not going to like start writing letters to complain if someone's not funny talking about black people. I get it. They, they've already probably talked about Chinese people and homeless people and disabled people. And I've laughed at all that. Right. So I, I get it. I'm not going to like, but you just have to be funny, man. And going up and talking about rape is just risky as a green comedian that doesn't really know what they're doing. You just need, Maybe focus on the craft before you go to the edgy shit. So one of the room runners is a female. And, you know, rape isn't just, a, obviously, it's not just a purely female phenomenon. I'd say it's probably largely a female population, the survivors. But, you know, she's like, she's like, before you get back up, can you just, I'm just going to get up and say something. And I was like, I didn't say this to her, but I thought like, this could get a bit messy because of the, emo- the emotion level. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, no, 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 I'll say something. Because this, at this point, this is the third person that's gone up talking about fucking... Oh, I was going to ask, is it just one cop? No, no. So there was, the there was one, the first guy, um, it was a bit clumsy. I saw where he was going with it. It was fine. Could You can do better, you know? Okay. It's open mic. It's also open mic. You've got to have some, some level of being forgiving. The next guy... Went super hard and just was not fun. Like, I just didn't know what was happening. And then the third guy wasn't funny, but he wasn't, like, aggressive, but it was just, like, 
enough is enough now. So uh, this person said like, yeah, I'm going to go up and say something. I was like, no, 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 I'll say something. So I went back up and I was just like, um, look, the next person that comes up here and starts talking about rape is getting taken off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> And I felt bad because the third guy was like... <laughs> that sentence just in isolation is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, the Because the third guy, he's a good guy. He, you know, he doesn't mean any harm. And it felt like... It felt like he may... Like, I haven't talked to him since. He may have felt that it was targeted at him. Um but it was just, you know, victim of circumstance and timing. But, like, it was it was just like, come on, guys. This isn't – it's just – I kind of want to hear what – like, I'm not, not going to get you to recite it, obviously, but I'm kind of curious to hear the jokes these guys are coming up with. Yeah, off mic, off mic I'll try and remember them, yeah. uh, but I'm not going to do them here. Yep. One, at risk of my own reputation, because if I was to do rape jokes, that would actually be funny. And – uh, two, I don't want to air out the people that, that did it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was, you know, that was my second ever time hosting a show. Um, first time was to two people. So that was a nightmare, but kept them there the whole time. So that's a win. And then, yeah, Monday was my second time and I'm, I'm trying to like bring the energy of the room back after just like, yeah, people were just talking about, R. Kelly, dude. Yeah, I actually just started watching um, Surviving R. Kelly, start of the week. What's that on? One episode in. I think it's on Netflix. Okay. I think. Yeah, I haven't watched that. I just don't know. Like, Rach wouldn't be able to handle it, so that would have to be something uh, I'd do myself. Um, and there's no subtext there. She is not a survivor, but she just can't watch rape or, yeah. like, anything about it, really. Um... um but yeah, like you got to do something like you got to do something. You got to be like a a comic that's a good singer or something, and then just and make fun of like his wild lyrics in the past and I was sing about them to out. Say, after watching that first episode that I saw, um, twelve play in particular just hits so fucking different. Like it just sounds like he's grooming a child because these the lyrics of that album. I remember like. Either seven, eight, or eight, nine being like wild lyrics. Because remember, he goes like one, do 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 two, right? Yeah, which which song's that? Oh, I thought that was Twelve Play. It might, yeah, it could be on there. Look up Twelve Play lyrics, and we might even have to get a. Oh, are you, to- are you talking about the song? Yeah, I'm talking about just the album in general. Oh, okay. I just remember. The lyrics of 12 Play was like, yeah, we'll go to my room of fun. Two, then I'll say, give me your tongue. Three, because tonight I'm going to fulfill your fantasy. Yeah. Four, lie down on the floor. Five, cannot wait to come inside. Six, anything that's broken. I'll fix. I don't know how it goes. Seven, spread your legs apart. Eight, feel me. I'm so hot. Nine, see how what you fry by. 
with that bump and grind. Oh yeah, yeah. Ten, baby, climb on top of me. Eleven, up and down. We'll go. You'll see. Twelve, and that's when I go down on my knees, giving you some of my twelve play. Um, you know that's lit. That's and he's explaining sex to a child. Yeah, yeah, that's what it sounds yeah. like. It's very basic, and you know. 10 years ago when I was bumping that shit, I would never have thought that. No, no. But when you find out how somebody is and you, yeah, that is, that is the instructions. That is sex for dummies in a song. Even the title of the song and album, 12 Play, do you know the meaning behind it? I don't know the meaning behind it. But, but like if you say it. Is it foreplay with a 12-year-old? I feel like he was just real blatant with all this shit. And just thought he could just get away with it. And he did for so long. Right. Um, could be completely off, but that's just my train of thought. Yeah, that's pretty wild to think even that. Um, that that makes it even sicker if that's like his thought process. Um, but yeah, you can see why it's not heaps funny. But like, yeah, if you go if you go and you start, if you if you get on stage and you you're a good singer and you can sing like ridiculous pedophilic phrases and like uh, and add like a massive like yeah or baby at the end of it that could probably be funny because of like the level of talent of your singing as well but like to just be up there and just be like fucking hell this cunt got 30 years like fuck get less for fucking drink drive or fucking like what are you talking about cunt what, <laughs> what are we why are we even talking about this like what are we doing yeah, hectic, man. Um, and then I worked all week. I did literally nothing else other than work. Wrote a couple new jokes this week. Oh, I tried out a new joke on Monday. Didn't go too well, but there's it's got legs. It's about Grand Designs. Are you a big Grand Designs fan, being an architect? I'm a fan. Um, not up to date with it or anything, but I do enjoy the show. Do you think... Do you think that your um, profession has anything similar to do with the architect from The Matrix? No. No. I don't think so. So you don't have a God complex? Oh, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. I guess there's a little bit of that. Okay. Because you're like the creator of a a building. And yeah, you're like, just, now that's like permanent. A, I've left a permanent mark on this world. Just a space where people will be spending their time. Yeah. You're yeah. kind of like dictating almost how they'll be spending it. So yeah. And how they'll be moving throughout that space. Yeah. So yeah, to an extent. Mm. And how much light they'll be getting. Yeah. Like all of it. <laughs> yeah. All of the above. Yeah. Shit, yeah. When you put it that way, I guess we do have a bit of a God complex. Yeah. Well, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, just try and, yeah, try not to hurt anybody i'll do my best yeah try not to make the 12 play of houses (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so worked all week and then friday i went to murray bridge mazabiza frozabeza from mazabiza um went to mazabiza to check out a venue for the um the sa comedy road show that i'm producing And this venue, I've got three venues locked in. This venue is going to be the fourth. 
And I, I'm the most excited about this venue. Unbelievable. It's modern. It's all teched up. Um, and they've got two spaces. I don't care which one we get, honestly, but fuck, dude. I'm so, I'm so keen. And if, if, if we go ahead with this venue, when we go ahead with this venue, it's happening. Speak it into existence. It's happening. Um, and um, if it goes well, which I'm sure it will, uh, I want to make it a regular thing, like quarterly or something, go down there and just put on a show because it is such a sick setup. Um, and the, the building's only a year old and it's one is one best best pub in SA and best regional pub in Australia. Um I'll give it a shout out. The Bridgeport. The big Bridgeport in Murray Bridge. Unfucking real. Uh and that was cool. Rach and Kenny came with me on that road trip. So a little family day there. We went to a bakery. I won't name this bakery because um pretty average, dude. Now, granted, we did go at the end of the day, so like they would have run out a lot of shit. So I, Rach, I stayed in the car with Kenny because otherwise you got to like you know unbuckle him and all that shit. So I just stayed in the car with him, and uh, Rach was like, "What do you want?" I was just like, "Just get me a chunky steak pie." Um, and she comes back out with a cheese, a, a steak and cheese and chili pie. Not even close. No, well she. She said that they didn't have any of what I wanted. They'd run out. Yeah, okay. I was like, okay, well, if they're running out, maybe they are pretty good. And this pie, I understand why there was leftovers of this pie. It was trash. Um, I don't know if they've won any awards for fucking hottest pies, bro, but it was 200 degrees. 200 degrees. I'm taking that over a cold pie every day of the week, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've had a cold pie. Yeah. Um, and Rach, what did Rach have? Oh, they didn't have any vegetarian pasties, but they had what is called a pumpkin pasty. Okay. So, um, so what? Is there, like, meat and pumpkin in it? Just pumpkin. It's still kind of vegetarian, I would have thought. Yeah, but she said, it was, she said it was trash. Okay. Um... And she also had a chocolate donut, which she said was okay, but it's a chocolate donut. You can't really fuck it up, but she said it was okay. Yeah, okay. And I had a hedgehog slice, which was, honestly, it was pretty fucking good. But, yeah, I won't mention the name of that bakery, but, yeah, that's the Bridgeport there. Um, it kind of looks like the Acura. What's the name of Acura? What's the name of the one at the airport? Adelaide Airport? Yeah, I think it's Acura. Acura? Acura. But it kind of looks like that, don't you think? Yeah, similar, similar facade. Yeah, but um, oh shit, the rooms look nice too. Might have to try and get a freebie. Oh, Atura, Atura, you're right. Yeah, it looks very similar to that. But mm. um, fuck yeah, I'm so keen for that. And then that's it, really. This morning I did an ab workout, ten minutes. Um, and honestly, I. Think I, I think I've got a hernia maybe after it. I'm out of shape. It's fucked. Uh, I got in the bike afterwards and I was so fucked from the ab workout I could only do 10 minutes on the bike. Okay. That's uh, it's better than nothing though, dude. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. 
Um, Rach woke me up at seven to uh, change Kenny's diaper. And, you know, I feel, you know, she's at home all day, every day, changing diapers, feeding the kid, carrying him everywhere. So I have to do it. But I, once I'm up, like at that time of day, I'm not getting back to sleep. Yeah. And it fucked me. It finally really fucked me. So that's my Saturday is up at seven. You know, she's a good sleep. She can fall asleep at any time. She'll fall asleep right now if you tell her. If I went out there and said, give me again, you go have a nap, she'd just go and have a nap until I woke her up as well. She wouldn't even get herself up. That's a talent. I can't do that. I don't know how she does it. I don't, I'm, we've only ever been on one plane together, but, I, well, two because we came back to, but I don't remember whether she can just do it on a plane, you know? Yeah, I can't sleep on a plane. Have you ever had like a really bad plane experience? Uh, threw up on a plane once. That's that's about it though. Nothing like. Did you bag it or did you just? No, I just lay in the toilet. Oh, okay. Like I was sitting right at the back. But um, you didn't create a scene. No, nah. no. I've been on a plane where someone didn't even bag it; just yacked in their lap, and then the whole plane smelled. So now I associate plane food with that, and I can't eat plane food. It's like mid-flight. This mid-flight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what a fucking nightmare. Because it's. He had thrown up the plain food, so it smelled like plain food. Yeah. So now I can't yeah, eat gross. plain food. Um, that was coming back from like Paris or something. Uh, humble brag, but um, dude, I sat on the tarmac for five hours. I watched two movies. We never took off, and then we disembarked. <laughs> and I'd watched two movies, bro. Yeah. Okay. That's that fucking sucks, dude. Yeah. And we had to, they like put us up for the night, you know, in a hotel, but like, I don't care if you put me up. I just want to get home, man. And me and my, it was, I was with my mum. It was, we went to America to like um, go on my college visits, like before I committed. And we were just so, because that's such a quick trip. Like we were so jet lagged. We were so tired and we were just like, out of our minds and we were just in there. We called Matthew, my stepdad, and told him what was happening, why we're going to be late. Uh, good one. Um, and mum was like in the worst mood afterwards and then I just started like, I cracked up laughing and then she cracked up and then we just couldn't stop laughing for like an hour because we were so tired. Yeah. No, that you got, sometimes you just got to laugh about it because there's yeah. nothing you can do. Yeah. There's no point getting mad. But, um, no, I've been pretty lucky in that respect. I've only ever had like two or three hour delays at max. Yeah. At the end of a trip, especially. I've had these ones where like you you book in, right? Where you go and see a travel agent and you're like, last time I booked in with you guys, you booked in my flights a little too close. So there was no room for any issues and I missed my second flight. So can you just keep a gap so I can get through customs and stuff? Oh, all you'll need is an hour. That's fine. An hour. We get some bad wind on a trip, on a 14-hour trip. That hour's gone, you know? Yep. <clears throat> and I and I said it to her. I was like, no, 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 I need more time. I need more time than that. No, you don't want to spend all that time in the airport. No, 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 no. An hour, an hour. And then we go. Me and Corey are on the same flights. We go. We're in customs for fucking like three hours and missed our flight 
And it's like, bitch, I fucking <laughs> said this shit. I I could do this. And then, yeah, I've, I've, I haven't, I literally haven't used a travel agent since that, that time. Cause like one, I knew it was going to happen. Two, I could have just did this shit myself. I was sitting there basically just telling you to do it. I'm paying you an extra fee and you didn't do it. Yeah. What are the benefits of actually going through them these days? It just seems so easy to do all this shit yourself. Yeah. I don't, I guess like, I guess they probably have like a database of deals and prices and stuff. Like, I don't, I, I honestly have no fucking idea, but like, it's not that hard to go to, hotels.com and and webjet and yeah. sort by price or sort by how many stars or sort by brand of hotel or um airplane not airplane airline yeah uh it's fucking easy it is um like maybe for the older generation i get why they're still traveling yeah yeah around, yeah but um surely yeah, like, that's a job that's gonna like everyone's sort of tech savvy enough now to be able to navigate a web Page yeah, that job's going to go. Mm. They're all going to have to become like, what's a job that can be done by someone else? Dude, pretty much any job that's not a trade or highly skilled job, you can do. So service jobs, any service job, <laughs> no offense, any driving job, hospitality job, you know, you can be a straight up retard bro and do it. <laughs> I know, I know months ago I said I was going to stop it and I'm not going to fucking stop it. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over the, the fear of cancellation. I'm not that fucking bad, you know? It's def- yeah, definitely worse out there. Yeah. There's <laughs> definitely it's worse. Bad. Keep doing your thing, man. It's yeah. worse out there. Um, But like, yeah, travel agents, I think they're going to have to end up being maybe like wedding planners or something like that. Because that's still got destinations involved, so that's sort of transferable skills. Yeah, yeah and I'm not trying to take the piss because my job, my job is fucking useless. As much as like people who do it like to like to think that it's like it is helping, it it, it is helping people, but it's like helping people do shit that they could fucking for sure do themselves. Like, dude. It's so crazy what I do, bro. Like, oh, have you booked in with your doctor? Oh, no, not yet. Oh, I'll, I'll give him a bell. <laughs> Fucking glorified assistant, bro. And they treat me as such. It's the most thankless profession. It's like these motherfuckers feel so entitled to everything. Uh, and then every, anything you do is just like there's no... In general, there's no thanks. There are some very, very thankful clients. But, um, yeah, it's a job that doesn't deserve to exist but pays the bills. That's it. That's what it's all about. Yeah, and I don't know what I'd do. if I, I guess I'd just sell coffee and tell jokes and sell beer and whatever, whatever the fuck else I'm, I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot how I started talking about flights because it's not on my list of things here. Oh, yeah, I can't remember how that came up either. Airport hotel? Oh, the hotel. Yep, the hotel looked like the one in Murray Bridge. Yeah, cool. That's it. Um, I've got no closed reviews, but I think we've got a, a boardman review. Yeah. Um, yeah. The show I was telling you about earlier. Hit the theme. Oh, shit, where is it? Comedy action, no horror. 
Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting like Tinger costumes. This segment. Poor man's reviews. Did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you watched. Hold on. Permission to turn the camera around. Sure. You watched. Um, what the fuck? You watched. You don't know me. Yeah, you don't know me. Netflix show. Um, I think it was four or five parts. Four. Yep. Yep. Um, it's pretty much just about this guy's standing trial for murder, and straight up in the first episode, he fires his lawyer and gets to have like the final say and plea to the jury his case, I guess. And then it's just like a series of flashbacks of him explaining exactly what went down that day. Um, some of it's pretty self-incriminating, but. He's adamant that he's innocent the whole time. So it's a it's a doco or it's a reenactment? No, it's um I don't think it's based on a true story at all. Oh, okay. It's a drama, but yeah, it's all just told like in hindsight, I guess. It's all just flashbacks. This nigga Jamil's got a noggin on him. Jamil, yeah. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he's a, he does. You don't actually see it in the show because he's just wearing a beanie or a hat. Oh, with, with I would be wearing one too. Yeah, he looks like he's got a lot on his mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't the most articulate summary, but I, I re- recommend it. Um, what does it look like? Does it look good? Yeah, looks good. Yeah. Uh, does it have music in it? Nothing. Nothing memorable. Okay. Does it, um, how's it move along? Is it written well? Yeah, really well written. Yeah. Stayed engaged the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you give it? I give it an eight. Eight? Eight. Shit. Not too sure about the ending, but didn't hate it either. Not going to give anything away. Okay. Um, it's got 100% on Rotten Tommies. Yeah, okay. And seven. Seven out of ten on IMDb, but IMDb is like everything's a seven, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'll stand by my eight, but it could have been higher. I wouldn't say any lower than an eight, though. Wow. Eights. I think eights just um, fucking nuts. I haven't done an eight in a minute. It's been a mini series too. You kind of wrap it up in one night if you really wanted to. We mm-hmm. watched it over two, but yeah, it's good. Do you think they're doing too many um, miniseries? Like, don't you think some of these docuseries... Oh, that's not a docuseries. But don't you think some of these docuseries could just have been a documentary that's like an hour and a half long instead of eight one-hour episodes? Yeah, are you thinking of any in particular? I'm just trying to think what I've seen recently. I'm trying to think of what the last... The last documentaries I've watched have been just documentaries and they've been short, sharp, shiny, last meal... Mar- Did you end up watching Marjo? Uh, no. That no. kid sounds like he's crying heaps. I tried to get Hannah to watch it, but she wasn't keen. So Marjo? Was, yeah. Okay. Might have to be a solo late night. Yeah, dude. YouTube has so many ads, bro. It's like a less than an hour documentary. It takes you like five and a half hours to watch it because of ads. Yeah, I um, actually lucked out. Got... Got in on my auntie's YouTube premium oh, subscription. So that is. Forgot about the ads. Fantastic. Yeah, it's good. Don't know if it's worth paying for, but if you can get it for free off someone, then go for it. Eight out of ten. Eight. So you don't know me on Netflix. Love to hear it. Eights. We don't just fucking give out eights all the time around here. 
It's a bit crooked, but that's okay. Um, yeah, I haven't watched shit this week. I started a movie, so I'll finish that this week and uh, get into it next week. Uh, let's go to sport. <clears throat> Wimbledon's on. And Nick Curio, Wimbledon is for white people and they want you to wear white as well, which is overkill. And Nick Curious, Curious, Nick Curios said, fuck that, I'm wearing red fucking low Jordans. Right? I didn't say that. He, I don't know if you call it balling out in tennis or like racketing out, but he racketed out in, um, Red, uh, low, yeah, low top Jordans, which is a fucking baller move. He'll get fined for it or whatever. I like it. Then he wore a red cap in his post game interview, and then uh, in the post game presser, they're like, "Why did you wear a red cap and red sneakers to the match today?" And he said, "Because I do what I want." <laughs> and I liked that. And a lot of people hate Nick Curios. Um just because he doesn't care about tennis. But if I was so good at something that I was going to get millions of dollars to do it, I'd probably do it. Um, and that's what he's done. And maybe you you people are like, oh, well, don't you talk shit about Kyrie Irving? Yeah, Kyrie's a bitch, bro. Kyrie fucking chooses... In the off-season, you don't hear him do fucking shit for the WNBA or the... or. Black Lives Matter. And then the season comes around. It's like, I can't play. I've got to fucking do this. There's more to life than basketball. Right? You're a fucking attention whore. Nick Kyrgios just doesn't even like tennis. He just happens to be good at it. So let him be. Um, And then he's finally like making a run in a a grand slam. Because I don't think he's ever won one. He's not. Because he's not that guy. I think this is the furthest he's been. Yeah. He's not that fucking guy. So he's making a run. And then his ex... Bitch comes out and says that he's like you know a um abusive partner or whatever lady abuser, which if true is fucking disgusting and uh unacceptable. The timing of the accusation is a little bit curious to me. You're trying to bring him down. When he, this is a, this is like what Denzel Washington said to Will Smith. Yeah. When, what is he? What did he say? When you're at, that's when the, that's when the devil will come for you. When you're at the top, or when you're at your peak, um, at your highest moment, be careful. That's when the devil comes for you. And in this case, the devil is. Uh, Nick Kyrgios's, um ex-partner, ex-girlfriend, if you're allowed to even say the word girlfriend anymore. Um, yeah. I just, I just think this is quite an obvious move. Quite like either, either one, trying to distract him from his moment or two, trying to get in on the publicity while he's actually making a run and trying to get get eyes on her 
either for the cause or otherwise. And with someone making a calculated move like this, I kind of go that it's otherwise. I understand waiting for years to say something. I get that. I actually do understand that the the fact that it takes time to get the confidence to, you know, bring it to the media or whatever, um, whether it needs to go to the media in the first place or something, but to to look for support or go to the police or something, I understand why it takes years. When it does take years, to do it when someone is in the middle of Wimbledon, bro, is fucking... I think I know what you're doing. This is when you feel comfortable. This is when at the most hyper... So, like, it kind of is an oxymoron, right? I haven't felt comfortable bringing this to light because of the scrutiny or because because of this or that. Um, I don't, it's, it's not anyone else's business. I didn't want to have to talk about it in court or whatever it is, but you're willing to talk about it to the whole world. You're willing to, you, you've timed it so immaculately that you're uncomfortable all this time. And all of a sudden you're comfortable and it has to come out right now during Wimbledon. Yeah. When the lights are brightest. Um, my, you know how hippos kind of pop out of the water and they start looking around like this, all sceptical like? That's how I'm feeling about this bitch right now. I'm kind of a little bit like a hippopotamus, like because I can only do 10 minutes on the bike <laughs> and I'm also sceptical as a motherfucker, bro. I don't think that's right what she's doing. Yeah, well, I hope it's, I hope it's not true. Because I, I like Nick Kyrgios. I think he's good for tennis. Brings I, I hope it. it's not true. And if it is true, I still just, I think it's very opportunistic what she's doing. And she's... Yeah, like had he not made this decent run into Wimbledon, would we have heard about it? Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. If this happened like in his summer or, I mean, or winter, whenever they take breaks in tennis... Um, I don't think they take breaks. But when he's like not in a tournament, if it happened, I'd be like, oh, you know, good on her for coming out. But in the middle of Wimbledon, the not just a Grand Slam, but the Grand Slam seems a bit just like, bitch, you know, you know what you're doing. Yeah, I guess we'll see how it all pans out. I guess. Yes. Um. Now. We've, you've pulled up NBA. We've got uh, summer season. We've got summer league, and we've also got um, more uh, free agency talk. Dame Lillard is nearing, or did, do you know if he's signed? Uh, I think he did earlier today. Dame uh, Lillard has sorry, signed a two-year deal, 160. Is that it? Is that only two years? Yeah. 160 for two years. That sounds like a lot, doesn't it? 80 mil a season. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. What's that? Oh. Yeah. Lillard signs lucrative contract extension. Um, I feel like he's signed for like another... I thought it was five. Did it say two-year extension? Two years in the second paragraph there. Two-year extension with the Trailblazers... Um, doesn't have a value attached to it there. 
got more below. Contract detail, details, 122 million, two year. What did I say? 160. Yeah, that's it's, huge. 63.3 mil for a fucking season. For a guy who's not going to get it done for you. Sorry, no offense. You know? Yeah. His track record speaks for itself. No offense. Like, I think he's a great player. Um, Dynamic scorer, one of the, you know, one of the best scoring point guards of his generation. But. Not to just like, I heard this on another podcast, but not to just like regurgitate it, even though I'm about to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, That's um, what we do. It's all on source. <laughs> but. Yeah, this guy was kind of explaining NBA contracts. So, like, you're getting paid for what you have done, not for what you're about to do. Right. Which kind of, like, when you look back at all the contracts that you've seen, apart from rookie extensions, mm-hmm. you're pretty much getting paid for your past work. Yeah. And the credentials you've earned in those previous five yeah, years. Yeah, it's all based on all-stars, yeah. um, finals MVPs, MVPs, defensive player of the years. It's all based on all that shit. Yeah. But what's he got? <laughs> yeah, a couple of. He's got all stars, all stars, and probably a couple of all NBAs. Yeah, um, made it to the conference finals once. Got, yeah, got rinsed once they got there, but yeah, no, he hasn't really achieved a whole lot. No, um, and you know they haven't had the strongest supporting cast. CJ had his moments. I still like. I still, yeah, I still don't think that's who you want your number two guy to be. Well, not if your number one's Lillard. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, that makes sense. You get paid on what you've done, not what you're about to do. But it's just like, fuck. That's a lot of money for his age. And yeah, maybe maybe they're just like here. Take this, take this check. After these two years, we're about to start um, making some moves. I don't know. It's like a thanks for everything. Yeah, contract. I think I think that's kind of how these contracts for these players around thirty get treated. Especially like like the- he wouldn't have got that if he if he went. Somewhere else as a free agent, they wouldn't have paid him like that. Oh, no way! He'd that's a that's a million. thanks for staying with us and only yeah. us contract. Yeah. Um, like like if he went to if there was some sort of Kyrie's left and then Brooklyn signs him as a free agent, uh, he he was not getting sixty mil. He's getting forty or thirty five. Yeah, that's nuts though. That's huge. That's huge money. Mm. Uh, we talked about Jokic last week, I think. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, DeAndre Ayton still hasn't done anything. Um, well, well, did anything else happen? Kyrie and KD still haven't been signed anywhere or traded. Um KD won't get traded. This will just be talk for the entire uh, off season. 
no one you have to blow up an entire team to 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 get him and then it's just going to be him versus everyone else like he's you're not going to win by doing it yeah yeah i don't think he's going to end up in a better situation unless he goes to like one of the two teams that he wants to go to but even then as you were saying they got to give up so much to get him yeah so um so what it was miami or phoenix yeah the number 1 seed in each conference what a f- <laughs> fool. Ugh, fuck that guy. Um, yeah, Let's I, talk. Yeah, which... I don't even know which other free agents are still out there. So I was about to say, like, maybe a bit more will start happening once a move is made or whether it's just ruled out with KD. Like, I'm sure that's holding up a few other things around the league, but I can't even think of, like, big names that are still on the market. Aiton, right? Apart from Aiton if we're calling him a big name. Because mm. Harden's just re-upped with um, Philly. Yeah, he took a, took a pay cut. cut. Yeah. 15 milli pay cut, which is, quite honestly, that surprised me. I didn't expect that out of him. So I think, I actually think that's great for them mm. um, that he's willing to really do that. I mean, he's been getting paid out of the ass for years. Um I don't know. I think that definitely helps to soften the blow. Yeah. Um, hopefully he hasn't just pissed it up the wall. I guess he hasn't if he's taken a $15 million pay cut. So he's he wants to win. That's a good sign for me, um, for, for Philly fans. Because um, Philly, can, Philly can make a move for some more supporting. So who, who's there like, they've still got Tobias Harris. We've got Spice Harris, Embiid, Embiid Maxi, Harden. It's fucking, it's a roster. Just signed PJ Tucker. Oh, really? Yeah, snatched him away from the heat. Wow, PJ, PJ's a hired gun. He's just he is. one year deals wherever he goes. Um, fuck, they're going to be dangerous. Yeah, I can't think of who else they've picked up. Do you think that 15, like what kind of contracts does PJ get? Do you reckon that 15 sort of like just goes to him and that's that's the, the room that Harden made? I would have thought he'd be between like 8 to 10. Yeah. Sort of range. Um, yeah, that'll be, that'll be... Oh, yeah, they're, they're talking about Devin Booker's going to be on the new 2K23. Um, Brittany Griner... Pleaded guilty uh, over there in Russia. Uh, I don't think I've even talked about this ever, but she had like hash oil in her luggage, got caught at customs, has been um, in custody ever since, which has been like, what do you reckon? How long? Four months? Yeah, around that. It was earlier this year. Yeah. Memory. Yeah. Uh, so she pleaded guilty. From what I've seen... Uh, like legal experts believe that uh, a guilty plea is what would be needed if if the US and Russia were to do a prisoner swap, right? Okay. Um, so so that could be why she pleaded guilty is for that. But um, yeah, holy shit, because they were talking, they're talking like ten years, right? If yeah, you just you just don't go to these countries and fuck around like that. I know it's easy to say, yeah. So that's that's. That's my sort of feedback as well is like um, 
<laughs> in comments and stuff. Like, you know, you're talking to retards on, on Twitter, but like when when someone's like, oh, um, oh, LeBron James is at his son's basketball game, and they're like, oh, what's he doing about Brittany Griner? It's like, well, what'd that bitch do to get in this situation? You know, why is it on LeBron? It's not like you you can't just go anywhere and disobey their laws, right? Yeah, yeah. Because if if there was a foreigner like in any in Australia, for example, you get was breaking the law. Chappelle Corbyed up. Yeah, yeah. You just deal with the law wherever you yeah. are. Didn't what what did they call them the Bali Nine or something? Didn't they all get clapped? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think they all did. Um, she's lucky she got back. And some of these laws are fucking bullshit, but it's a law. Yeah, you obey the law in other countries, dude. Remember when they were talking about Indonesia? You weren't supposed to like have sex out of marriage or something. There, did you hear about that a while back? No. Hmm. It's all on Sorcerer, the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But basically, they were saying, like, in um, marriage, I mean, sex out of wedlock was going to be outlawed or something. And I don't know how they can get you without cameras in rooms and stuff. But I was, like, nervous to go because we've got a wedding in Bali next year. And I think we're definitely going to be fucking, you know? And I was nervous about it. And then what about, like, the bride and groom? I mean, oh, yeah, they can. They can because yeah, they're they getting can. married. But I'm not married. No, that's the first I've heard of that one. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's all unsourced, so who fucking knows. Uh, let's go to Summer League. What's going on in the Summer League? I saw, you know, Chet Holmgren was, what, number two pick or number three? Number two. Out of um, Gonzaga. Uh, you know, we got 40 pieced out at Gonzaga out there in uh, Spokane, Washington. And, um, yeah, Chet Holmgren had a good first game and everyone was real, like, the dick riding was serious. It was absolutely wild. Um, but he, he chopped it, man. He was like, he made, he, he got the summer league record for blocks. He had 23 points. Um, oh, summer league. Record for blocks and threes? What the fuck? Seven boards, four assists, six blocks. Um, I thought he only had like three or four threes. Well, Summer League's full of fucking chumps, man. Four of six from three. Four threes. That's a Summer League record. Um, And... He loves to pull up from three with a behind-the-back dribble. Um, so just if anyone from the NBA is listening, that's my scouting report. Um, uh, I haven't seen my man Banchero play because we had a little chat about I was dick-riding Banchero last mm. week or the week before. No, last week. Um, I heard he had a pretty good debut, but I haven't seen any highlights or anything. Yeah, I watched I watched the highlights of that one. He's versing... Um Jabari Smith. Oh, Houston. Yeah. And he outplayed him. Yeah. Um, but I'm still not sold. Okay. Okay. And I like Jabari Smith too. Um, from out of Auburn. I watched I watched a few of his college games. I really like him. I don't think he's gonna shine in Houston around uh volume shooters. 
Yeah, these ball dominant guards. Yeah, Jalen Green, um, Kevin Porter Jr. Yep. Um, who else is out there? They got another one. I forget. Oh, what about Eric? Eric Gordon. Gordon. Where's is he signing anywhere? Uh, I don't know. I hope hopefully he's not playing in Houston. Yeah. Anymore. Wouldn't mind seeing him have a bit of success. His last little part of his career. He should. You know what he should do? Go play for the Lakers. Golden State. Oh, it's slot in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, summer league, dude. If you're, I I saw um that uh, who's the Australian? Giddy, or no. like a rookie Australian? No, not a rookie. Like three years in, maybe he's playing summer league. RJ Barrett. What? He's not Australian. Oh, he's Canadian. Canadian. Is he playing summer league? No, Barrett's not the one I'm looking at. He played for New Zealand in um, the NBL before. Oh, not the guy that got drafted by New York. Nah, where's he play? Fuck, I don't know. There was a guy playing in New Zealand. He got drafted by New York and then traded to who was it? Okay, see, this year, Usman Dieng. No, 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 no. It's he's, you're saying this guy's been in the league for what, like two or three years now? Yeah, and he played. He played for the New Zealand Breakers for oh, a season. R.J. Hampton. Hampton. R.J. Hampton. I think he's in Orlando. Yeah, yeah. So he was playing with. He was in Denver yesterday. Yeah, he was in Denver, then got traded to Orlando. Shit in the bed. Shit in the bed, bro. As a third year in summer league. Think it's a wrap. Not looking good. No. Nah. And he volunteered. To play summer league. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not a good look because he should have been chopping it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I read something about like he was he was playing point guard and he's he's usually an off guard. And so he, he was like adapting to the position. He didn't he did he couldn't adapt very well to the pace change in the second half. He he, he looked better, but I don't know. As a third year, surely you've had some exposure to the point, you know? Yeah. Hopefully he can turn it around. Yeah. He's Australian, right? No, I don't think he is. He just, he did like what LaMelo did. Yeah. Yeah. He did that same thing. Okay. Yeah. But that's summer league. That's the breakdown, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Don't really read read too much into summer league. Do they play summer league games on KO? Don't know. I cancelled KO. Once oh, the okay. finals are over, I'm out until, yeah. until October. We've got it for AFL because, like, otherwise you get to watch one fucking game and this fucking weekend. Um, and I hate, bro, how they change channels in the middle of the game. I've never God, seen that in any sport in <laughs> any country yeah. in the world. Fucking nuts. Yeah, just put the news on a different channel. How does that sound? Yeah, what the hell, man? <laughs> That's nuts. Watch the first half on this channel and the second half on that channel. That is crazy. It's not even, they don't even do it at halftime. They'll do it mid play. They'll give you a little warning. Yeah. But like, it's, yeah, yeah it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, all right, let's finish up on advice. I've got a few here. We need to move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. 
This one's coming in from Isabel. Love it when the ladies write in. All right. Um, I had sex for the first time and now I feel tremendous, tremendous guilt because of my religion. And that's your first problem, Isabel. You're religious. Let's keep going. For context, I'm Seventh Day Adventist. Well, if you're only seven days in, <laughs> chuck it in the bin. That's <laughs> that's like what that's what OJ's lawyer would have said. Seven days in, chuck it in the bin. If the glove don't fit, you must acquit. I'm Seventh Day Adventist. Um, I believe in God and all that jazz. Not only was this part in what I believed in, but it was also something in myself I would have liked to have sex after marriage. Okay, so regardless of religion, you would have liked to have waited until marriage to visit Indonesia. I get it. I just had sex for the first time with my boyfriend. We're the same age. Protection was used and it was fine, but afterwards I started crying and feeling tremendous guilt over what I've done. Now, your boyfriend's probably scared because if you cry after sex... That doesn't look good for him. That's all I'm saying. Sounds like the R word that you shouldn't do at an open mic set. Uh, my brain was processing what we had done, but it also felt like I failed. I don't know if I regretted it, but I told him I was feeling overwhelmed and he just com- overwhelmed and he just comforted me. For the rest of that day, I felt like I couldn't be forgiven. I broke one law that not only was a part of my religion, but also a part of what I would have wanted. And I do love my boyfriend. We've been together for a while and I feel comfortable around him. It just feels like I've done something I shouldn't have. So what should I do? How do I get through this guilt feeling? And how should I go about asking for forgiveness from God? Oh, man. Um, What's your name? Isabel. All religions are cults. I'll tell you that. They're just old enough for people not to call them cults. So they call them religions instead. They're based on guilt. So what's happening right now is a systematic breakdown of your your mind from the moment that you joined the Adventist church seven days ago. <laughs> um, the seventh day is a day of rest. God spent all this time creating everything and you're on the seventh day resting and sometimes when you rest, you fuck. It's easy. It happens all the time. You're just, you know, cuddling in bed and someone gets a boner from the back. Slip it in. That happens on the seventh day, the day of rest, the Sabbath. Or is the Sabbath a Saturday? Who knows? Um... Oh, there's the word Sabbath right there on this article. The church, the church's observation, uh, observance of the biblical Sabbath on Saturday and the seventh day of the week. Or well, Saturday is the seventh day of the week. So they call it Sunday the first day. I think of Sunday as the last day of the week. I think of that too, but I remember reading something at school about Sunday being the first day of the week. I get um, very worked up on Sundays very anxious about having to return to work about the week to come about how yeah my week my week's finishing and i'm gonna have to restart this bullshit what's the point why don't i just kill myself every every sunday um and that's without you know disappointing god 
<laughs> at the same time. So, no, I would say, how do you go about asking God for forgiveness? Um, I don't know how you guys work, but I think you just, uh, Adventists live modest lives with a strict code of ethics. They don't smoke or drink alcohol and recommend a vegetarian diet. Meat is permitted, but only following the biblical commandments or clean and unclean. you got to get out. you got to get out. This is... Like, you shouldn't be feeling this type of guilt. I understand, like, if you don't want to have sex, that's one thing. But, to like, you, you've got sex after marriage as your measuring stick here. You're trying to you're trying to appease God, not yourself. And you think that appeasing God is appeasing yourself, and it's not. You did something because you wanted to do it. You even said that you felt comfortable. But then you felt uncomfortable afterwards because you're thinking about the invisible man in the sky that is all-seeing and all-knowing, let me tell you this. This man couldn't give a fuck about what you're doing your first time having sex. It's the most boring thing he could be watching. There's so much shit going on. How about this? How about all the bad people in the world that seem to just be having all the most blessed shit happen to them falling into their laps constantly? It's just not... Religion's just not really... It's just not really a, it's not real. So I'd say get the fuck out of there. Or if you really feel like you got to stay in, God forgives, right? If you don't, you have to pray on it or go and say a Hail Mary or six or whatever. Who gives a fuck? Go do that. Grab some rosary beads, fiddle with them. You can do what you want in religion as long as you apologize for it afterwards. That's that, that's it. Just apologize and yeah. keep, keep moving. Just fucking go to church and say, um, forgive me, God, for I have sinned. Um, and then some pervert behind a screen will be like, oh, tell me what sins you've committed. And then you'll be like, oh, I banged my boyfriend. And he'll be like, <laughs> so just go and tell that guy. And when he's finished wiping up his cum, he'll tell you to do however many Hail Marys do them. And skip the fuck out of there because you're not going to hell. So I think I just broke down religion pretty well, honestly. I don't know how seven-day Adventist works, but I think they're all the same with different rules, honestly. Heavily involved in education. Good for them. Good for them. All right, thanks. Nice to hear from you, Isabel. Uh, This one's coming in from Wayne. That seems fake. I just don't... Do you know any Waynes, like, I know. No. No. It seems like a like a older gentleman's name. Like a fifty year old. Fifty year olds would hate this show. Yeah. Uh no, don't know any Wayne's. I don't think I know any Wayne's. My friend has been for my friend has been forcing me into things I don't like. This is man this is man rape, it sounds like. This is reverse R. Kelly. This is K Relly. So I've been friends with this girl for about five months and for the last two, she's been forcing me into sex and other sexual things. <laughs> I met her at the gym and we saw each other often. We used to have really good relationship and things went well, but now all she thinks about is sex and I don't want to be part of it anymore. She's been physically aggressive with me whenever I voiced my concerns to her. And when I told, 
me mum. Maybe you're Australian or British. When British. I, when I told me mum, she didn't believe me. I threatened to ghost my friend, but she is blackmailing me to stay with pictures she has of me. How can I proceed with getting her out of my life? Deny it till you die, brother. When she releases those pics, say that's not me. Easy peasy, bro. Get the fuck out of there. She's a psycho. It's only going to get worse from here. She's she's blackmailing you, bro. You must have a gift, honestly, and I'm talking about the size of your dick. Um, for her to be blackmailing into you, continuing to fuck her. And what did you say? Five months you've been... Five months? You've only been knowing her for five months and how did you get into a situation where she's got pictures of you? And what are you doing in the pictures? Is it just dick pics? You can say that's not my dick. Do you have a birthmark on your penis? Do you, is that the secret? Is that the secret to putting it down the way you've been putting it down? Tell me how to do it. Why are you in a situation where you can be blackmailed? That's confusing to me. But you got to get out. You got to get out like you've... You know, like you've only been a part of it for seven days. Get in, apologize to her, and get the fuck out. Skip out of this relationship. It's only been five months. Don't be scared, bro. The longer you stay in, the harder it is to get out, and the worse the ending is going to be. This bitch is a psycho. Get her the fuck out of there. And if you... Dude, you know it's, a, it's illegal to publish pictures of, um, like, nudes. So sue her if she does. Get that bread. This could be a blessing. You get to have sex, then you're over it, then you get a come up? Come on, bro. Yes. Uh, collect that check. One more. This one's from Isaac. I think my parents know I'm masturbating. Before I even read this, dude, if you think your parents know, they've been knowing. <laughs> if you just now think that they know, they've been knowing so much longer than you even know, bro. Um, so I've been using the bathroom a lot lately. <laughs> of course, you can guess what I've been doing by the title and my parents have been constantly asking if I'm okay. What do I do here? What to do, please? Help. Bung, bung. Um... Jerk off when your parents aren't home, dude. What are you doing? Why would you go to the bathroom constantly when they're home? You can't just pretend you've got diarrhea for three years of puberty. You know, you got to be strategic. You do it like do it in the shower and at least just have longer showers instead of regular trips to the toilet, dude. Do not do it in bed. You don't want crusty sheets for your mom to clean. Um, but you can't just be like walking from your bedroom past the living room where they watch you walk past, beat your meat, and then walk past with your head down shamefully. They know what you're doing, dude. <laughs> you have got to be more tactful in in your actions. Wait until they go to work. You know, call, you know I don't know. You go to school probably... So just get through the day without spraying it publicly 
and get home before your parents get home from work, whack it a couple of times, you know, wait until they go to the shops. Just let let your testosterone and and sexual desires fester until you're just about to explode with cum and wait until they leave and then spray out as much as you need to while they're gone. Just don't do it. They can probably hear you in there. Fucking sounds like you're trying to start, you're rubbing two sticks together, starting a fire. You need to calm down, my guy. You can't just be like, yeah, I'm going to the toilet again. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, bro? You know what's going on and they know. If you think they know, they know. And they've been known much longer than you think they've been known. Good luck. <laughs> this is the Welcome to the Party podcast. You know what it is. Welcome to the party on everything. Please share it. If you send in proof of you sharing the show, you enter the running one winner per month for some free merch, some of that free juicy merch. And if you just want to support the show by spending money, just go and buy that merch. Welcome to the party.com slash store. I love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. And as always, bung bung. Sub-Zero, take your breath away with your own pillow. I'm moving in silence through the night. There's no stopping me, not the Black Widow. I'm kicking it swiftly, Luke Kang flow. Cybernetic enhancements, I'm Kano. I'm proficient at war like Jax, but I got nothing to prove like John Cage, though. I got an arsenal full of techniques. Enter the dragon.